We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 2nd, 2009. August 2nd, 2009. And today we're going to be doing an update on this whole Maitreya situa- situation. Uh, some of the people had emailed me regarding Benjamin Krem, that he had just made some more announcements. There's been another newsletter that's come out on their uh, website, Share International. And if, you've, if this is the first time you're hearing anything about Maitreya, what I've done on the PDF that I will put up with this teaching on Sermon Audio is a link to all 20 of the teachings that I've done on Maitreya, Benjamin Krem, and this whole situation coming with the coming one world uh, religion, one world religious leader, the Antichrist, and how that ties into it. I've done actually 20 teachings on this, and there's a link at the very top of this PDF you can click on, and you can start listening to those, because um, I I can't obviously get into all of that other information I've got into in times past. But I do want to give a little bit of an overview uh, for, for all of us, just to kind of refresh ourselves. The Bible says in Luke 21, verse 8, Jesus is talking, and he said, And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them. So that's an admonition, a commandment, really, to Jesus to us, to not go after those that call themselves Christ. Now, there's many false Christs in the world. There's a lot of people out there that are claiming to be Jesus Christ reincarnated, or variations of that but there's only one antichrist and i'm not saying and i've said this in times past that you know matreya is absolutely 100 percent. i believe is the antichrist i'm not saying that but i believe that there's a good chance that he is and if he's not he's still going to play some type of major part in the end time deception <clears throat> the new world order and the united nations has really have a lot invested in him and his original website was United Nations sponsored. It still is. They just took the designation down off the website. Uh, from his website at Share International, I'm reading right off his own website, and it says, Who is Maitreya? He has been expected for generations by all major religions. Okay, so this is what the own website is saying. <clears throat> Christians know him as the Christ. Now remember, we just read in Luke 21.8, where Jesus said, Take heed that you be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. Well, this is exactly what he's saying. But he goes beyond that, because he's the one that Sharon International, um, the, and these New Agers are saying, has been the one that's been expected by all major religions. Christians know him as the Christ, and expect his imminent return. I'm reading off this website. Jews await him as the Messiah. The Hindus look... For, for the coming Krishna. Buddhists expect him as Maitreya Buddha. And the Muslims anticipate Imam Mahdi or their, or their Messiah. So he is everything kind of rolled all into one. He's the, he's the total package. That's at least what he's claiming. Now, I'm, uh, I'm, all of what I'm reading here is right off his website, and this is posted on the PDF. I even posted a, a picture of him when he appeared in Nairobi, Kenya. Um, uh, he's made one official appearance where he actually um, 
from, from the accounts that we read, he actually materialized out of thin air and dematerialized out of thin air when it was over. Uh, now, again, if, if the devil, if the Antichrist is going to come with all lying signs and wonders, this really shouldn't be a big surprise to us. This was in Nairobi, Kenya, um, quite a long time ago that this happened. And there's a picture here I, I put up on the uh, PDF so you can see that. But I've done many other teachings on that, so I don't want to say a whole lot more there. Reading from the website, we can also read, although the names are different, many believe that they are all referred to the same individual, the world teacher whose personal name is Maitreya. Now, <clears throat> I never really got into this in times past, but I posted a picture of his official symbol, Maitreya's official symbol that um, represents him. Okay, And you'll see, when, when you see it on the PDF file, that it is a, it's a hexagram, is, is the foundation of this symbol, in a circle, which is the classic way an occultist would, would portray a hexagram. Now, a hexagram is a six-pointed star, and, you know, the number six is, is not a, uh, uh, you know, there's all kind of uh, occult connotations with the number six. The hexagram is one of the most powerful wicked symbols in witchcraft. And you've heard of pentagrams. Hexagrams are, are typically thought of in occult circles as a um, even a more powerful witchcraft-type symbol. And just because it's on the Israeli flag doesn't make it good. Okay, And the reason it's on the Israeli flag had a lot to do with the Rothschilds, and that's a whole other thing we can get into. Now, I've done two studies on the hexagram and how the hexagram will most likely play a major part in the mark of the beast, okay, and I posted these teachings right below the symbol, so you can just click on them right from my PDF, and they're entitled "The Hexagram and the Mark of the Beast." In this particular hexagram, though, it's it's a little bit different because we've got other religious symbols at each point of the hexagram. We've got a cross, a Christian cross, at one point. We've got a the Islamic um, star and uh, crescent moon of Islam. We have got two separate other hexagrams at two other points. We have got a looks like a hexagram-like symbol with a swastika in the middle and a yin-yang symbol in the middle of that. So you talk about everything. Can you see that? Um, so that's Maitreya's official symbol. And I, I really, I should have talked about that a little bit more. I just find it ironic that here we have a guy or, or a, an entity, whatever he is, that is claiming to be all these things. The New Agers are highly anticipating him. Benjamin Krem has been, which is his false prophet, has been um, his mouthpiece for you know well over 20 years. The UN is firmly behind him. Okay, and I've done several teachings to prove this. And I've done this teaching on the hexagram and the mark of the beast. Not saying that the hexagram is the mark of the beast, but I said it will probably play a part in it. Okay, so listen to the teachings before you draw ju judgment on that. And here, this man, this, this whatever he is, Maitreya, his symbol is foundationally a hexagram. So it's just kind of ironic, and it seems confirmatory to a lot of the things we've taught in the past here. Now, what I'm going to do now is I'm actually going to play an audio clip from 
one of their teachings. They have, they're up on YouTube now. Uh, Matreya's, you know, he wants to get with the, keep up with the times. So he's got his own little YouTube site. And uh, it's for Share International. And Benjamin Krem has made a couple different announcements in the last month. He was also interviewed uh, two days ago on George Norrie on Coast to Coast. And it had been four years since he had been interviewed. And we're going to play that interview. But first we're going to play this little uh, talk that he did recently. I believe he gave this in Japan. He talks about the star. Now, I've reported on this in the last couple teachings where what they're predicting is a star that is going to be shining both day and night and the whole world will be able to see the star. Okay? And we're going to find out today what the origin of the star is. You can hear it right out of Benjamin Krem's own mouth. And what I'm going to be doing is letting him talk. And then I'm going to be probably stopping this and commentating so we, we can get a little bit of background. Because you just don't want to hear what he's saying. We need to have the overview of what he's really saying. So I'm going to go ahead and start this right now. This is, uh, this is from Share International, right from the source. And this was just posted July 31st, so this just came out. And it was funny because I, I really had been feeling convicted about, I hadn't been up on the website for probably a month or whatever, and I got this conviction, and then all of a sudden when I checked it, this video had just gotten posted. I literally checked this on the 31st when I found this out, and it had been posted that day. Then I found out George Norrie was interviewing Krem, and it it was very, very quick that this all happened, so I wasn't even planning on doing this teaching, but this is how a lot of times it goes. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, start this clip now. Many of us have been affected by the crisis happening in the world today, but something wonderful is happening, even as we speak. Everybody on earth, without exception, is longing for, seeking, aiming for, consciously or subconsciously for unity a sense of unity what if okay so you, you heard it right out of Benjamin Kremzo now he's speaking before a couple thousand people here and he's saying everybody's longing for a sense of unity and this is the one hallmark of the coming seven year tribulation or, or whatever whatever you believe that to be the the rule under Antichrist we're going to have a one world religion one world political system, one world currency, pretty much one world everything. And in order for that to happen, all the barriers between these various and sundry religions have to be tore down. And what Benjamin Krem has said and has been saying and will continue to say is that Maitreya is the one catalyzing entity that will make this all happen. Most likely, this is going to come through a lot of traumatization to humanity in order to bring them to a point where they will be receptive to his teachings and this unity. And so, we'll go ahead and go further. The cooperation could truly replace competition in every sphere of life. The competition which surrounds and controls everyone today is the very opposite of unity and trust. According to British author Benjamin Krem, Maitreya, 
A teacher of extraordinary stature is here in the world to inspire us to make the fundamental changes that will usher in an unprecedented golden age of brotherhood and justice. This is indeed a unique time in the whole history of the world. So we have to reassess the meaning and the purpose of life. The lead in this respect will be given by Maitreya himself, unannounced as Maitreya, seemingly just one of us. Maitreya is emerging into the open beginning public work on television and radio throughout the world, beginning in America and Japan and then other nations. Okay. Maitreya and his... So he's saying Maitreya is beginning his public work. Now, I understand. He's been saying this a long time. Uh, they took out an ad in the New York Times, you know, it was in 1993 or something, or 1983 uh, or 82, where they were announcing his eminent return. And, and there has been... But I think the reason that that hasn't happened is because the Lord wants to show Maitreya to be the devil that he is. Because according to Deuteronomy 18, the test of a true prophet is the prophecy, number one, has to occur, and it also has to confirm the word of God. It can't be running contradictory. Everything about this devil is contradictory to the word of God. And... Uh, I believe God's shown him to be really a fool because Benjamin Krem has predicted his eminent return or his eminent appearance so many times and yet it hasn't come to pass. Now, I do believe it's a matter of time before it does. It, the, the situation is right for his arrival with the advent of the swine flu, uh, possible World War III in the Middle East, false flag nuclear event, these types of cataclysmic events, even Maitreya has said, really have to happen in order for him to make his emergence so that we will be more receptive to him. Uh, we're going to go further now. group of masses have created hundreds and hundreds of signs for humanity to show okay, now, that something tremendous is afoot. Sorry. Um, what what he's doing here is is in this video, and I will give you. There's a link to this video. You can go watch it. What he's claiming, and I've said this in times past, is they're showing all these different various and sundry signs that are happening around the world, particularly in the Catholic religion, where you have like the Virgin Mary crying blood, and you have the little Hindu uh, milk goddesses drinking milk. And, and I think it'd be good if they could maybe get the Hindu milk goddess to eat Cheerios with the milk, because you know it, what's what's milk without Cheerios? Sorry. But anyway, um, yeah, stuff like that. I, I think that um, uh, he, he's claiming every single religious miracle taking place on the planet when it comes to, like, a sign, okay? Maitreya has claimed and is claiming credit for. And supposedly these are being done to... Uh, prepare the masses for his coming, that they'll, that they'll understand, you know, when he gets here. He was the one that did these miracles and performed these, these feats. And these are known throughout the world, extraordinary, seemingly impossible happenings, but happenings which happen. The latest of these signs pointing to acting as a herald of Maitreya is a new star-like object which has appeared all over the world. 
looks like a star, only bigger and brighter and nearer, tremendous brilliance and changing color and moving. But it appears as a star. When Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, a star appeared in the heavens, which, according to the Christian teachings, guided three wise men from the east to Jerusalem, Bethlehem actually, Bethlehem, the Holy Land, where they followed it every day and it, drove, it stopped over the birthplace of Jesus. Well, that was a star, but it wasn't a star, not a real star. Stars don't work like that. I said in the heavens, billions of miles away, that star, which star of Bethlehem, it was a spacecraft sent by the spiritual hierarchy to guide the three wise men and act as a sign. This has been repeated today in which our spiritual hierarchy have arranged with our fellow humans on this solar system to have four such spacecraft, huge, enormous entities which are posted throughout the world so that wherever you are, you see a star, one star, which acts like I have described. We have reports from all over the world of this star, hundreds of them, and a few interviews on media, radio, television, or press media about them. But what Maitreya really desires is a, an open discussion on the media worldwide about the star, what it is, what, because people don't know what it is. They see it, they report it, but it's an amazing object. They think, is it a UFO? Well, in a sense, it is a UFO, but it's a very specific one. It is the star, and the first so-called crop circles, which have been created for years. Okay, I'm going to stop there for a second, and we're going to comment on some of the things that he just talked about, because he said a mouthful there. Hopefully, you got all that, and if you didn't, you can go up to the to my PDF and just click on the link, or, or click on star sign uh, on the YouTube, and you can hear him talk about this. But, yeah, he said a mouthful there. Basically, what he was saying is that the Star of Bethlehem was uh, a spaceship, okay? And that the three wise men followed this and that he said stars don't work this way. If the three um, uh, wise men, okay, that he's in reference to, if there's a star in the sky and it's a fixed point that they're following every night, God can arrange that so that wherever they're coming from, they end up getting to Bethlehem. Why is that such a hard thing to comprehend? Okay, If they're following a fixed point in the sky every night and it ends up, you know... But again, he's trying to, he's trying to uh, 
play head games here in order to convince you that had that had to be some type of starship, okay, which is absolutely ridiculous. What he's saying here is that the star sign, which is being reported all over the world, now it's not in the mainstream media, okay. The mainstream media represses everything. And what they're saying is that Maitreya is going to be a threat to the old world order. Okay, The people that are in office now that are evil and these wicked people governing the planet. Maitreya will be a threat to that system. To a certain extent they're right because he's going to be the one that takes over that system and ushers in the new world order. And so it's been repressed in the media, these types of things. But you can go up on their website, you can look on the internet, and you can see there's a lot of people that have recorded these, um, what they thought to be stars, which are actually, they're saying, large spacecraft, large UFO spacecraft. And if you, if you look at these videos, you can see that the thing's moving, you can see that the thing's many times pulsating with different colors, many times it's different shapes than one another. And he's saying when Maitreya makes his big day of declaration, which is what they've talked about for years and years and years, there's going to be four of these things around planet Earth that are going to uh, be, you know, appear both day and night, and everybody's going to be able to see them, and it's going to force a, you know, obviously a worldwide discussion on this particular topic. And then at that point, Maitreya is going to, I believe, uh, contact a uh, some type of U.S. news broadcast, and he's going to actually do an interview. Now again, this has been predicted for literally decades, what I just said. This isn't something that you know I just found out about yesterday. This is one of the first things the Lord showed me after I got saved regarding the coming end times. I learned about this character, and it's been building and building and building up to this point. So... Uh, we're going to be looking at the Bible verses a little bit later of what the Bible says about you know the Antichrist and how he's going to come and, and in what manner. And this absolutely lines up with that. Now, whether he's going to usher in the Antichrist or whether he is, you know, is neither here nor there because he's going to play some type of end-time um, part in this, most likely a very large part. And uh, let's go ahead and let's go further with the uh, little video clip here over the world, but especially in south of England, are created by our space brothers from the other planets, mainly from the planets of Mars and Venus. And the first crop circle created this year, many weeks ahead of the usual date when they appear, is, if you can see it, a star. That's a photograph of the first crop circle. It was made by a spacecraft. In a few seconds, I suppose, as they all are, it's hundreds of feet long, meters long, and is to remind those who need to know that this is the star, the herald of Maitreya, who is entering into public work. What will... Okay, so what he just talked about there were all of the crop circles, which I've never done a study on crop circles, but the crop circle phenomenon, I understand some of them are hoaxed, but a lot of them are not hoaxed. 
And really the common theory that you hear about this, if you, if you listen to the alien propaganda and or the new age propaganda, is that these are actually created from either outer space or, or a low-lying uh, UFO where they come down and they just zap these things into these fields very quickly. Um, some of them are so complex and intricate, there's no other way it could really be explained. And um, remember, the devil's very good at what he does. He's had a lot of years to hone his craft. And this is a big deception that we see. And we're going to be talking more about that, how Hollywood has prepared the way regarding um, you know, the whole alien agenda, the UFO agenda, and these types of things. The crop circles are, are very prevalent. And what he goes on to say is that the reason that there's so many of them in the area of England is because that's the very place that Maitreya resides. He resides in, a, in the Asian community, in an Asian community outside of London. So, and also, not only that, but witchcraft, there's more witches per capita in, um, in England than any other place on Earth. Okay, so when you have a lot of um, occult activity goes on, those areas a lot of times will be also areas where these UFOs tend to manifest because they're pure evil. And uh, as these doors open where, where, where people are, are using you know, witchcraft and the occult and things of this nature, you're going to have more demonic activity. UFOs are many times evidence of that. So Maitreya is uh, he's basically the one that's taking credit now for the crop circles. He shows one of the most recent crop circles, and it's, it's a crop circle, this gigantic one of a star. And again, what Benjamin Krim is saying here is this is symbolic of this star that we're going to be seeing in the skies very soon that is going to herald in the coming of Maitreya, just like the star of Bethlehem heralded in Jesus Christ. You understand the parallel here? So this is what... Um, they're claiming, except they're going to claim Maitreya was much greater than Jesus Christ. And we'll get a little bit more into that, and I've got into that in other teachings. Um, because they can't just have Maitreya equal with Jesus Christ. They have to have him in a much, much higher level. Uh, and it's pure blasphemy, but this is exactly what they're, they're reporting here. So I'm going to go ahead, let's go back to the little report here. Maitreya talked about television obviously he will talk about the need for peace the need for justice in the world but how do we get justice Maitreya says there is only one way to achieve justice in the world to see the world as one brothers and sisters of one humanity and to share the resources of the world Sharing is the key. Only sharing will produce the trust needed to end war forever. Okay, and again, I've said this before, Maitreya will most likely come on the heels of World War III. We've got a lot of things going on right now with the uh, swine flu, forced vaccinations. We have a lot of uh, things that are going on on the Internet regarding um, World War III in the Middle East. This is the ideal, perfect climate for Maitreya to make his emergence. And uh, particularly if we have an economic collapse starting most likely in America um, or 
in one of the countries and then sweeping the globe. We, we're already kind of in the initial stages of that anyway. Uh, this is the perfect environment for Maitreya to come forward. And notice the, the rhetoric here is justice, sharing, uh, true. all sounds real nice and good. Now remember, Satan is the most subtle beast of the field. When he came to Eve in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3, he made it, he made it sound real good, the proposition he was making to Eve. And this is exactly the same thing that he's doing today. But he's doing it now, he's going to be doing it to all humanity, not just one person. This is going to be a global pitch for this particular thing. And when people are in the throes of all of these cataclysms, economic, biological, pandemics, uh, World War III, people are going to get desperate, particularly if the food and the water supplies have possibly been cut off. And the devil wants you desperate. He wants you desperate because he knows that he's going to get a lot more converts in a desperate population as opposed to a population where everybody is content. So let's go ahead and, and we'll go further. When we have sharing, we automatically have justice. When we have justice, we will have peace, freedom, justice, sharing, and peace all go together. One comes out of the other. They're all part of the same divine plan for humanity. This is indeed a unique time in the whole history of the world. Okay, so that's the end of that one particular uh, video. And, you know, he's saying that you know, we're going to have all of this justing, this this utopian world, which they're talking about. And the only, Jesus Christ is the only one that's going to bring peace into the world, okay? And that's after he comes back, you know, essentially, the only time that's going to be established is during the millennial reign, as far as what's coming on, on planet Earth, okay, after the Battle of Armageddon. So... Uh, this is a false peace. Remember, the devil is a counterfeiter. He's a master counterfeiter. This is the false peace that will be proposed to all humanity, uh, and he's going to deceive all the world. The Bible's very, very clear on that. We're going we're gonna to be looking a little bit more at some of these verses. And let's go a little bit further now with the document. So, uh, let's see here. One of the things I also did on this... PDF file. I try to make my PDFs, if at all possible, one-stop shopping for my listeners so that they can go up there and understand I'm not just making this up. Obviously, that was Benjamin Krem and his voice, and, and, and you can go watch the video for yourself. But I also gave you a link to the newest Share International newsletter where he posts picture after picture after picture of these stars. And some of them are videos where people are videoing these things and they end up sending them in. And, uh, you know, my advice to you is if you see one of these things in the sky, get your King James Bible out, point at that thing, and rebuke it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, because they're pure evil. And I mean that literally. I don't mean just you go in your house and cower, because God did not give us a spirit of fear. Okay? The fear of man bringeth a snare, and that's what we're, we're really talking about. We're not talking about the fear of God. We're talking about the fear of man here. And um, we need to go and, and you know, boldly... Uh, stand up to this type of evil 
The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Okay, And I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. And the weapons of a warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. And that we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes, principalities, rulers of wickedness in high places, against powers. So these are these are rulers of wickedness in high places. I mean, if you see some type of uh, one of these evil uh, UFO spaceships up in the sky, you know, don't, I'm telling you, don't cower in fear. Okay, because God didn't give you that spirit of fear regarding this stuff. You need to stand up to it. And the word of God is how you deal with this type of evil. That is how Jesus Christ himself dealt with the devil in the wilderness. He quoted scripture. The Bible says, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. So that word, the word of God, the King James Bible, is like a fire. And that's why you need to memorize it commit it to memory, and quote scripture whenever you see wickedness like this. And um, going further here, this whole thing about these big starships in, in the sky, these four gigantic uh, starships that are going to be positioned around the globe to herald in the emergence of Maitreya, it's kind of funny because this is very similar to Hollywood's agenda of saturating us in UFO phenomenon and currently to condition us to accept these gigantic alien spacecraft overpopulated areas. Now, what am I talking about? Well, there's many movies. Who, who knows how many? Who knows how many um, things on, on cable TV, how many movies they've come out with regarding this? But I'm just going to go over a couple of the most recent ones that I have uh, people have told me about. One of them is this new movie, District 9. It's debuting very soon, and um, it's uh, it's a very strange type of documentary-like show. And in the movie, uh, we see these gigantic spaceships hovering over cities. Okay, and it's kind of funny because they it's like they're trying to get us conditioned to accept. This very, very thing that Maitreya is saying is going to actually herald in his emergence. These are gigantic spacecraft that are hovering over large populated areas. Okay, so I just uh, I just showed Nonette and Taylor the, the uh, trailers for District 9. Now, it's pointless for me to even try to play the audio on, the, on this particular teaching because it's, it's just, it wouldn't... You'd have to watch it to understand it, but the bottom line is they're trying to condition us to accept these large uh, spacecraft over uh, these areas of um, uh, largely populated areas. And again, this is the exact same scenario that Maitreya is presenting as far as what's going to herald him in. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to manifest itself like this right off the bat, but what it boils down to in District 9 is a essentially a alien race that comes and is seeking. They're acting like they're seeking, you know, shelter for one reason or another. They um, are here, and um, the humans, as really what looks like to be the humans' motivation, is to get their technology, which has always been seemingly the underlying theme of why we would have any interaction with these other types of entities. Now, I've got into before what I believe 
that these are. The Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus Christ said that. And the biggest thing that was going on in Noah's day, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair. They came down to the earth and took them all wives that they chose. And these wives bore them giants. And the world was so wicked and got so wicked in that day that God had to destroy the whole world, save Noah and his family by a worldwide flood. Because the evil that these fallen angels had brought into humanity had so defiled humanity that the thoughts of man, man's mind were only evil continually, according uh, to Genesis 6. So, we're coming into the same day and time because Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Now, this is a little different flavor than it was in Noah's day. I don't believe they came down in big flying saucers and these types of things in Noah's days. Maybe they did, but I don't, I don't see any biblical... Um, precedent for that it's going to be more subtle we're in a different day and age and a different time and this is the ploy that satan has used to um, deceive humanity and what it appears that there's going to be because you could say well yeah if hollywood's preparing away why are they presenting these things as evil because what we're going to have and what we already have within the whole ufo community is a good cop bad cop alien scenario we have the good aliens which are the Ascended Masters, uh, Lord Maitreya, I refer to him as Devil Betraya, sorry, uh, him being at the head of the Ascended Masters, these are the ones that Benjamin Krem, uh, he talks about this Lord Maitreya primarily, but also there's a hierarchy of these Ascended Masters that he actually even mentioned. And we have the Nordics, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, perfect-looking aliens, and then we have the Greys and the Reptilians, and um, they're the bad ones. So we're going to have a most likely some type of good cop, bad cop, alien scenario. Just like we have today where we have, you know, Democrats pitted against Republicans in these different factions. One religious group against another religious group. Most likely that's the way it's going to go down because that's the way Satan operates. It's the Hegelian dialectic. You know, he gives you two, you know, things that compete against one another and you're really getting your eyes off the agenda then. You're getting your eyes on you know, something that he wants you to dwell upon. So if we go further, there's another movie, or another thing that's coming out, which is entitled V. Now V was a miniseries during the 80s, and essentially what it was was a reptilian race of, they were reptilians, but they, were, they appeared as humans, came down to humanity, and um, we essentially were, ended up being their food supply, was the way that the aliens show played out and in this particular trailer for v we have a gigantic large spacecraft again over a large populated area i believe in this case it's new york and this is the image they keep wanting to portray and um on this one i'm actually going to go ahead and play the trailer and i'm going to talk comment a little bit this is only this is pretty short but I'm going to comment on this, and, and uh, we're going to kind of look at this trailer next. So, let's see. Do you feel that? Tyler! Tyler! Oh, 
their arrival, there's been no contact with any of the 29 ships now hovering over the major cities of the world. Sergeant, I'm... Okay, now, so the scenario here is we have 29 large spaceships hovering over the cities of the world. And what you were hearing at the very beginning where the house is shaking and all the people panicking and looking up into the sky saying, what is going on? Okay, and again, look at, the, look at our teaching here today and look at what uh, the, the, the clear message that Maitreya is saying, this is going to herald in my coming, these four stars. And they're not going to be stars, they're going to, there's going to be spaceship. So, it's kind of uh, interesting, this parallel. Let's go further. Okay, again, what we have here is the bottom of the spaceship then converts into some type of holographic image maker where you're actually looking at this human-looking alien saying, don't be frightened, we mean you no harm. And uh, this... This thing is so big that, you know, it's, it's on the underbelly of the spaceship, and it's actually communicating with people. Calm themselves, the visitors. Dude, that is so cool. The world's in bad shape, Father. Who wouldn't welcome a savior right now? Okay, now, did you just hear that? That was a priest, a guy playing a Catholic priest, saying, the world's in bad shape, Father. He's calling this other guy, this other priest, Father, and he's saying, who wouldn't welcome a savior? right now. Now again, the day and times that we're moving into and that we're we're really right on the cusp of and moving into right now, once these cataclysms start, and that's probably going to come in many forms, and I've, I've mentioned those earlier, worldwide economic collapse, probably pandemic, you know, forced vaccinations, World War III, false flag nuclear event, whatever, whatever happens, people are going to be desperate. And again, who wouldn't welcome a savior right now? What faith that this Catholic priest must have to say, who wouldn't welcome a savior? I mean, pure, total blasphemy. But that's what you should expect from the Catholic Church anyway. They heal me, and I got no pain. It's amazing. Okay, now that was just a guy who came into the Catholic Church and said, he was in his wheelchair that they knew him to be in, these two Catholic priests, and he says, they healed me, and now I got no pain. Again, Satan is going to come with all lines, signs, and wonders, and miracles, and there is such a thing as demonic healings, okay? Um, this is going to be one of the main ways people buy into this whole garbage hook, line, and sinker, because they're going to be healed, or they're going to have some miraculous thing happen to them. And the Bible says, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And this is what the whole world, unfortunately, is seeking after. And the devil's very, very good at signs. Not to say that all signs are evil, okay, but the kind that are going to particularly manifest in the end times, most likely, are going to be evil, and that's why you have to check it against the word of God. So let's go further. It's been three weeks since the visitor's arrival, yet thousands are still flocking to see the motherships in person. So in this scenario, these people are actually, the, the aliens, this alien race that appears human, are actually inviting them to go, come on aboard our ship, check it out, we'll show you our ship, and, and that way we let our guard down and, and we think that everything's great and, and wonderful. So they're trying to befriend us, in other words. Welcome to the New York Mothership, my name is Lisa. We're all so quick to jump on the bandwagon, but before we get on, let us at least examine it. I've been printing fake docs, passports, IDs. They cleared out like they knew we were coming. Right. 
told you I'm not that guy anymore. Okay, stop calling me. We need your help. I want him. Anna would like you to do the interview. But that's the danger. Gratitude can morph into worship. They say that you two are obsessed with the V's. You know what the V's? They call it spreading hope. And again, what did Benjamin Krem just say? Hope. You know, peace, trust, justice. They're going to come and they're going to make it sound real nice and real wonderful. But inwardly, they are ravening wolves, seeking whom they may devour. And, and um, this is this whole show is trying to portray this, uh, or, or is going to portray it, actually. Do you have any questions before we go to Aaron? Just be sure not to ask anything that would paint us in a negative light. Excuse me? So again, this was an interview this news reporter was doing, and, and the representative of the V's, this woman, or this appearing-looking woman, uh, just said, don't ask any questions that would represent us in a negative light. They do not want to be represented in a negative light at all. I know the real reason they're here, Father, and I am not the only one. We're honored and privileged to be able to assist mankind with our knowledge and technology. They've been implementing a plan that will result in the extermination of every man, woman, and child. If you could speak to the protesters, what would you say? That embracing change is never easy, but the reward for doing so can be far greater than anything you can imagine. They gain trust with the promise of friendship. And of course, all they're really doing is positioning themselves as the saviors of mankind. And again, this is exactly how Maitreya is going to come. Now, if he has the power, the ability to actually have these spacecrafts at his disposal, it will seem that way. Why should we think that his uh, agenda is going to be any different than what is being portrayed here? Now, I've said this in times past, that the Illuminati typically will telegraph their punches prior to cataclysmic events. And uh, a lot of people say, well, it's the Illuminati, or it's the Ascended Masters, or it's the Zionists, or it's the Catholics. Well, you know what? Satan's in charge of it all. Okay, He has a plan, he has an agenda that he is implementing. And all of these are parts of that particular agenda. So I don't tend to blame it on any one particular area. I blame it on Satan and his fallen angels who are, who are at the head of this um, of this conspiracy, okay. And again, they said in this thing that you know their their real agenda is, is uh, extermination of mankind, and that's exactly what Satan's agenda is. He comes to seek, kill, and destroy. That's what his agenda is. We as humans are made in God's image, and He wants to kill as many of us and take as many people into the lake of fire as He can, because misery loves company, and that is His agenda. Arming themselves with the most powerful weapon out there. What's that? Devotion. Okay, so she said they're arming themselves with the most powerful weapon out there. Devotion. Worship. It shows people here in the streets dropping down to their knees and worshiping these spaceships. This is what is coming. Now, you may say to yourself, oh, there's no way. We wouldn't do this. I'll tell you what. People get desperate enough. If there's enough lying signs and wonders, I mean, if people go nuts over some Marian apparition or some Lady of Medjugorje or, or whatever, they will totally, if they experience something like that, these people will walk away from any truth they've ever been exposed to because they've seen a lying sign and wonder and because they've seen it and because they've maybe felt it or touched it or because it's real to them, they will totally turn their back on the Lord Jesus Christ. They will totally turn their back on the Bible because they're going to go by experience more than they're ever going to go by faith in the Word of God. That's a 
proven fact. Most people will, will totally... Um, I, I've seen so much of this being and growing up around the New Age movement. People see one little miracle, they see one little thing where, where uh, something uh, tickles their fancy, and they commit to that. And nothing will, will sway them or move them. Well, could you imagine if we have actual spacecraft manifesting, lying signs and wonders and miracles amidst total chaos? Do you understand how much more receptive people are going to become in that particular environment? I mean, we've seen nothing compared to what is going to happen. Uh, again, people will sell out for one little miracle. If, if you think um, you've seen things in the past, you've seen nothing compared to what is actually coming. And this is why um, we need to be armed with truth and knowledge, and we need to stand on the Word of God and not be moved away from the Word of God, no matter what happens, no matter what deception is, is set before us. And we need to stay humble before the Lord Jesus Christ, because... God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace unto the humble. We need to maintain humility before the Lord, because if we think we're all proud and we got it all figured out, and we know how everything's going to go down, and I'm not claiming I do, he's going to resist the proud. We need to be humble before God and fear God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, truth, and knowledge, and we're going to need all of those things going into the end times. Um, these are just things that we need to think about regarding these situations, and it boils back to the Word of God and having faith in it. What do we do now? We'll fight. Okay, so in the end there, in the end of this, you get the true the true feeling of what we're actually dealing with here. Uh, somebody hits one of these um, human-looking, alien-looking, Nordic-like things with a some type of weapon, and it splits its face open, and underneath the face, and this was the same in the miniseries in 1980s, is you see this reptilian-like skin and a reptilian-like eye. Now, people say, oh, now you've really gone too far. Well, wasn't Satan represented as a serpent in the Garden of Eden? Didn't Jesus, didn't the Word of God talk about when, when he pronounced judgment on Eve and the, um, uh, on the serpent? Afterward, in fact, let me just read that for you real quick. Okay, so we know that Satan is typically represented as a serpent. Okay? And that's how he was represented in the Garden of Eden, as he tempted you. And then when we go to Genesis uh, 3, verses 14, this is the punishment for Satan, the serpent, and Eve, uh, and really humanity, and the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, deceiving Eve, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, and upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity, meaning war, between thee and the woman. And then he goes even more specifically, and he says, Between thy seed, the serpent's seed, and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, I don't buy into the serpent seed theory where Satan had sex with Eve. Okay, I, I'm, I will do a study on that. I believe it's easily debunkable. Okay, but the fact remains is um, the Bible is very clear that Satan has a seed. Okay, 
the Bible is very clear in Genesis 6 that the sons of God, who were at the time good angels, fell and saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wise of all that they chose and they bore them giants. This would be Satan's seed. Okay, This would be a manifestation of that on earth. So it's just kind of funny how they portray these V, these uh, visitors is what it stands for, as reptilians. They're manifesting in human form, but actually they're reptilians. And I I think it's kind of appropriate when we look at uh, Genesis 3 and the serpent and these types of things. Um, Just something to think about. Something to think about. So let's go a little bit further here. Okay, so regarding the end times and the Antichrist, the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 8 through 13, Regarding, this is regarding the end times. It goes on to say, And then shall the wicked be revealed. The wicked being with a capital W. This is the Antichrist we're in reference to. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. This is at the battle of Armageddon. Most likely what this is in reference to. The spirit of his mouth. Okay? Which is the word. Okay? The, the Bible talks about the, the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Where do you speak the word? Out of your mouth. Okay, just a little side note there. So, he's going to destroy the, the wicked with the spirit of his mouth and the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, and this is the Antichrist, with all power and signs and lying wonders. This is how the wicked is going to come and deceive humanity, with power, signs, and lying wonders. Well, what are we talking about here? These gigantic spaceships, this way Maitreya is saying he's going to manifest himself on the scene. Uh, we're talking about this exact same scenario here. And then it goes on to say, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth. What is truth? The Bible says, what is truth? And then the Bible answers, thy word is truth. The King James Bible, which is the word of God, is truth. Okay? These people received not the love of the truth. They didn't want anything to do with the word of God. And um, that's really the the hallmark of somebody that does not love truth. Let me just read this again. Because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. See, you can only get saved through the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord has the plan of salvation through Jesus Christ, through his finished work on the cross, through his death, burial, and resurrection, and his precious blood that he shed to save Yours and my soul. Okay, so these people receive not the love of the truth. Okay, and they are going to be deceived by Satan. The Bible clearly predicts this. Then it goes on to say, And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. Part of the strong delusion that he's permitting Satan to operate in, because Satan has to get permission from the Lord, just go to the book of Job uh, to see that. Uh, first chapter God's going to send the strong delusion that they should believe a lie what is the, the, the chief way the lie is going to be perpetuated most likely if we go back a couple verses through the power and the signs and the lying wonders that the antichrist is going to bring to the table so I understand yes there's a lot of um, of um, maybe lying signs and wonders that are out there right now but again we've really seen nothing compared to what's coming Then the Bible goes on to say, And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned who believed not the truth. 
but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Okay, so if, if you want to be one of these UFO-embracing, uh, Maitreya-loving, and there's going to be tons of them, understand that is essentially what the Bible says, a death sentence to hell. Because you are not receiving the love of the truth. You are totally turning your back on the word of God and you are having pleasure in unrighteousness. To a lot of people, this is pleasurable. Oh, these aliens are going to come or whatever. They're going to take all my problems away. We're going to have their technology. And if you look at the motivation of most of the tinfoil hat wearing UFO followers, most of their motivation that I have been able to see, and I've heard it spoken out of their own mouth, is the technology. They want the technology that these supposed... Well, it was probably no different in in, uh, Noah's day. The Bible talks about, or um, there's reference made that um, these fallen angels most likely taught men things, and and, or the woman things, that um, in regards to witchcraft and these types of things... Man most likely sought their technology or their power or whatever they operated in. And it's going to be no different in the day and times we're moving into. I've seen the motivation of the people that want the aliens or whatever these supposed aliens to manifest. And it always seems to be about what they're going to be able to get out of it. And they're looking forward to this with pleasure because they think that it's going to take away all their problems and it's only going to compound their problems. Revelation 13 13 and 14, that's kind of appropriate, 13, 13, uh, the number of rebellion. Revelation 13, 13 and 14 says, And he doeth, this is um, um, regarding the Antichrist and the um, the uh, false prophet, And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire to come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Okay, so again, this is, um, okay, no, I, I skipped the verse here. He maketh fire to come down from heaven in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Again, same scenario here. We're looking at lying signs, wonders, and false miracles that are going to deceive all the people. And it's going to... They're going to be awestruck, but they're also going to be fearful because they think, wow, if they're operating, look at these gigantic spaceships. Look at the power here. What can I do against that? Well, if you're a saved, born-again Christian, you're an emissary and an ambassador of Christ, and um, the Lord can use you mightily in the days and times to come. But you have to have the faith to believe that he can use you. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we build faith by hearing the word of God, by dwelling in it and memorizing it. This is very important to understand because there's going to be a lot of things coming that are going to attempt to shake our faith in the word of God. Particularly what I'm talking about today. I mean, look at how much Hollywood... These are just two little... One movie and one miniseries I've mentioned. There's who knows how many more that have that have invested in this exact same scenario. How many video games have invested in the exact same scenario? And then also they're promoting witchcraft heavily. Witchcraft is going to be the essence of the coming one world religion. It's going to be the essence. It's not going to just be Catholicism or Hinduism. It's going to be a melding of all, of all these religions into one. And this is exactly what Benjamin Krem was talking about. We need to have unity. 
we need to take, tear down the denominational barriers and all of these things. And yes, I'm sure that the Catholics are going to retain a certain aspect of their religion, but they're all going to meld into one world religion. And if you do not, and if you refuse to participate in that, and if you refuse to take the mark of the beast and, and, and to worship the beast, then unfortunately, um, the Bible says, well, not unfortunately, but, um, the pronouncement is typically as a, as a, um, as a born again Christian, beheading okay that is the price that most likely anyone that's going through the tribulation that's a born-again christian will have to pay now the lord jesus christ can give you the power and the strength and i'm not saying every single person on the planet is going to be beheaded if they're if they're a born-again bible-believing christian i'm not saying that uh god always preserves a remnant always okay but again there's that expression hope for the birth hope for the best prepare for the worst type of thing uh the, on the other side of the coin, those that take the mark of the beast, those that do this, that is a death sentence for eternity, ultimate, ultimately to be cast into the lake of fire. So there's no comparison here in um, what is coming. Okay, Do not take the mark of the beast. Do not worship the beast. Do not give in to this deception. The Lord Jesus Christ can give you um, everything that you need to get through the coming end times, whether you end up being a martyr or whether you end up being one of the remnant that is not hurt, okay? Regardless of that scenario, he can give you the strength to get through with whatever you need to get through, and that will be different for every single one of us. It's not going to be cookie cutter. Matthew 24, 24 says, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show, this is regarding the end times, Jesus talking, and shall show great signs and wonders, again, here we go, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Jesus Christ said there's going to be false Christ, false prophets. They're going to show great signs and wonders. This is what we should be looking for. And if it were possible, they should deceive the very elect. So we don't ever get, need to get to a point where we think we got it all figured out and we can't be deceived because that's not the case. That's pride. Jesus said that a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. Matthew 12, 39 says, But he answered and he said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. So when you have a... The biggest ones I... When, when you think of that, within pseudo-Christianity... The biggest ones I think of are the Catholics. Always seeking some sign, you know, the Mary, uh, Mary and apparitions, or Lady of Medjugorje, or whatever they're they're seeking. They're bleeding uh, statues of Mary. Now Maitreya is claiming credit for all of that, just so you know. And there's a uh, tape, a DVD, or a tape you can get called "Messages from Heaven." You might be able to get it up on a or look at it up on YouTube. And during this, uh, in this. Uh, tape or in this video you'll see these marian apparitions and what they're doing is these are the ones that have been sanctioned by the catholic church and so these are the ones the catholic church have put their stamp of approval on and then what we do is we look at the text or the verbiage of these and see if it lines up with the word of god and it never does it is always contrary to the word of god so who do you believe you believe this false marian apparition or are you going to believe the word of god and uh, if you're a catholic hearing this you know listen i love you enough to tell you the truth Go up to my uh, website, key in Catholic or part of the word on my website on Sermon Audio. Um, I'm under Scott A. Johnson, under the uh, preachers up there. And uh, 
Just key in part of the word for Catholic in my search box on my homepage, and you'll see all the teachings I've done on Catholicism with PDF documents to support what I'm saying. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stop there. In the next part, what we're going to do is we're actually going to get into the George Norrie interview where he interviews Benjamin Krem. And uh, we're going to see what Benjamin Krem has to say. He's going to elaborate on a lot of, on a lot of uh, what we're talking about. And it's, it's amazing because this interview um, caused George Norrie to become physically ill. This just happened the other night. And uh, we're going we're gonna to be talking more about that coming up.